Hey folks, this is Wes Colton with the Introvert Unbound podcast. I am broadcasting to you from my bunker in the Colorado Rockies. Just kidding, sort of. I want to talk a little bit about introversion and pandemics. It just so happens there is a pandemic that's going on. And I have been following this issue for longer than you have. In fact, I've been studying it and writing about stuff like this for over a decade. So I'm a journalist and science writer and also fiction writer. I've been up on all this sort of stuff since the last pandemic during the H1N1 of 2009, I believe it was. And so I was watching this unfold in China back in January and realizing, well, this is probably going to come over here and preparing myself physically and psychologically and all that. But obviously, you're not tuning in to hear more of the same stuff on the topic, and I'm not going to get into the politics and the panic and stuff like this. Listen, it's it sucks. It'll spread, it'll spike, it'll peak, and it'll pass. And over the long term, I think this will do more good than harm in terms of taking a look at our own habits and the way the world is run. But that's not what this is about. I want to talk a little bit about introversion and how this all ties into things. So extroverts spread disease. (laughs) The end. Not really, but kind of, sort of, right? So the more we interact with people, Obviously, we are spreading germs. This is in no way suggesting that we shouldn't be interacting more. This is just stating a fact of reality that right now, being an introvert is a strength. And ultimately, I think that we introverts should be more social. But I think that the way extroverts go about things is almost manic right? A lot of them have to be out there. They have to be talking to people. They have to be interacting. They have to be centers of attention. They have to be heard. Whereas we introverts are a little more like, hey, uh, I want to engage once in a while, but I'm not obsessed with this. Of course, a lot of us go to the other extreme and we don't put ourselves out there enough. And I think that is actually harmful as well. Like everything, it's finding the middle path. It's finding that balance. But The idea of I need to be entertained at all times and basically I can't look in myself and be content with myself, that's a real problem that extroverts need to deal with. And of course, at Introvert Unbound, we don't have a bunch of extroverts coming to us for advice. How do we be more introverted? But the reality is they probably should because there are so many good things about being content with just small groups and being on your own, right? I'm preaching to the choir here, but I want to reiterate all of these points. And if there are any extroverts listening, or if there are any extroverts that you know who might benefit from a little bit of introspection, maybe you can send this link along to them. But we have to be content with ourselves. We have to love ourselves. We have to be cool with ourselves and clearly not all introverts are. Lots of introverts do struggle with self-confidence, self-love, self-worth, and that 
is often what ties into antisocial tendencies where it's just they don't really believe in themselves. They don't think anyone will like them. And then that projection happens. Or, yeah, they're given a hard time for reasons that maybe they're more aloof or nervous and shy. And then they start disliking society. All that could be the case. But a healthy introvert is like, hey, I could go out tonight or I could just stay home with my thoughts. I'm not saying every aspect of what I do is purely healthy, but my favorite thing to do, one of my favorite things to do is I go on my weekly hike out into the mountains and I'm just there with my thoughts. So there are different components of my thoughts, right? Ideally, I would be doing more meditative stuff. So living in the moment where I'm walking along and just paying attention to the pressure in my feet on the rocks and the soil, the sound of the wind in the trees, the the sunlight playing off of the rocks. And I do try to make myself be mindful a lot of the time. But I will admit, most of the time, it's kind of flights of fancy. So I'm kind of doing entertainment. So those are two different things, right? And not one isn't better than the other, but they are different. So I do recommend more mindfulness. So that's something that extroverts will probably have an even harder time than introverts. But I think we introverts struggle with that too, because we're good at being alone with our own thoughts, but are we good at just being in that present moment, focusing on sensations, doing things like meditation specifically where we focus on the breath? I think that can be, I don't know, maybe, you know, maybe it's even harder for us introverts because we always have that inner dialogue going on. I don't know. I'd be curious what you think about that. I haven't done any studies on that or looked up any aspects of that. So I think that there's challenges for everyone. But when I'm out there, these are the things that I'm thinking about. I'm walking along and I am thinking, okay, here I'm writing a story. I'm working on a novel. And so I play up the plot in my mind what that next scene will be like. So I'm telling myself a story. So think about the resources that are required with that. None right? I'm literally living inside my own head. I'm telling myself a story. I'm eventually writing it down. I need a computer. I need to publish it, things like that. But think about how non-dependent on the rest of the world it is to be able to just come up with your own story. Whereas people are like, oh, I have to go out to the bar where there's hundreds of people. So then you have to spend all this money. You got to drive out there. Well, frankly, you got to do all this grooming. You got to put on the clothes. You got to do the other products that are associated with cleanliness and hygiene and style and things like that. Go out there, drive out there. You got to have your vehicle or public transportation, whatever, using energy. Got to have a, a business that's open all, all the time. You got to spend money there. And it's there's a lot of infrastructure required. And of course, that is... <laughs> where disease spreads, but we're not talking about that, but we sort of are. So we don't need as much if we're kind of living that life of the mind a little more. And uh, I want to get a little bit more into the other aspects of what's going on in my brain. But an, exa an example of how we can look at the world, introvert versus extrovert. So there was a beautiful lake back in Oregon where I used to live called Waldo Lake. It's one of the most pristine lakes in the world. So they say the water is very clean. It's in the wilderness. It's incredible. And they, for a time, I think they no longer allow motorboats, but they allow both motorboats and kayaks. And as a wilderness guy, I've 
not been a fan of motorboats everywhere. I think some places are fine, but some places we got to have without motorboats. Um, there's pollution issues and just the noise. And there was another aspect I realized when I was there paddling across, it was a big ass lake, like to circumnavigate the whole lake. I didn't even do that, but it probably would have taken, I don't know, four hours, maybe more. Um, it is a big lake. And I realized, you know, I could paddle around on these different islands to these different shores. I think it would actually take more than, more than that, but it doesn't matter. Hours and hours of time and fun involved with this. Going out to these different aspects, I can kind of go onto the land for a little bit. In this spot, there was this island and I could keep coming back because there were new vistas every time I hadn't been to all the spots because it takes a while in the kayak, right? Of course, I'm getting muscle tone and all sorts of good exercise. Meanwhile, there are people on their motorboat, they zip across it in 10 minutes and they're done. So they're like, all right, this place is done. Next lake, next lake. So here we are in the same circumstances. I'm actually seeing more of it because I'm going slower and I don't need more lakes. So that whole idea of the introvert being a less consumptive source in the world, same thing with snow, um, what do you call it? Snow machines, they call them in some places, snowmobiles, others, versus cross-country skiing. Again, you want to use your snowmobile, go for it. But I realized me cross-country skiing on this 10-mile trail, that would take me most of the day, right? For them, that's uh, 30 minutes and then they're done, they need new trails. So keeping that idea in mind of introverts, we require less in the world than extroverts do. Now back to what other thoughts are going on in my mind. So not everyone tells stories and that's fine. I plan out work stuff. So I'm walking along and I'm thinking, okay, I have these clients. What do I need to bring up with these clients? All right, I'm working on this project. What do I need to do that? Uh, what would the next podcast be about? So I'm just kind of going over things in advance while I'm out there walking. So I'm hiking along, just planning my day. I'm not necessarily sitting at a desk forcing myself to think. I'm moving along and letting the thoughts flow. And I do find walking for me is really gets those thoughts flowing really well. I then usually go into personal interactions. Okay, so I'm dating somebody. Where is that right now? Where, you know, how, where is it going? Is this worthwhile? It's going really good. That kind of stuff. So processing all of that. So it's over the summers. Uh, sometimes, you know, I'm out there for five hours and I haven't run out of things to think of. So I don't require anything really you know, that's not quite true. I have to get out to the woods. I usually have my hiking gear and things like that. So there are things involved. I'm not trying to suggest that I am some pure bodhisattva, but compared to, all right, I need to go, um, yeah, to this party, or I need to buy this ticket to go see this concert. Nothing against those things. I like those things and I do those things as well. But one is more, requires more resources than the other. It just requires more. Now, some of you might be saying, what's wrong with requiring more resources? Are you trying to convert us to some environmentalist message? No, no, this, that's not what this is about. Um, and the pandemic concept and the spreading of disease concept is just, is just to let you realize what it's like when you're touching base with everything in the world. Is that a good thing? I think it can be, 
right? There are pros and cons to everything. So globalization, there are some good things about globalization. We get to know about other cultures. We get to meet people from other parts of the world and learn how they do things, see other landscapes, foods, products. What are bad things about that? Well, that there are environmental issues with that, but also, well, when a country shuts down and you depend on it for products, you don't get those products anymore. So that is a pro and a con. So what is a pro and con of constantly socializing with people versus being a little bit more circumspect about it, limiting your interactions a bit more? Well, ultimately, I think for introverts, maybe not right now, but we should do a little too much socializing for a little while just so we know what that's like, so we know our edge, and then we pull back to what is a healthy amount. So for years, I did go out to bars and places I didn't really like because I felt like I needed to. I felt like I needed to expose myself to more of the culture and society. Uh, I felt like I needed to meet people I wouldn't normally meet and things like that. And a lot of this was around dating, but not exclusively. And I also feel like I wanted to get to the point where the places that I didn't like which were a lot of these clubby bars, I needed to get to the point where I didn't hate them because I did hate these places. I didn't like the music. Frankly, I, I didn't really fit in with the people, you know, particularly as a bit of an older guy who's always been a little bit of a iconoclast, not on purpose, just I'm not into the things that most people are into or I don't think the same way a lot of the times. So, I had a lot of aversion to these places, mostly because, yeah, I don't belong there. And I spent years being a part of it and realizing, you know what? I can belong to a certain degree. I can engage with this. I don't have to be of it, but I do have to be able to dip in and dip out of there. And then it was basically only not that long ago where I said, you know what? I'm going to now give myself a pass for not going to these places that I don't really enjoy very much. And it took me longer than others. I, I suppose I was putting a lot of pressure on myself, you know, and as a coach and who a lot of clients do like these places, you know, I, I still need to make myself comfortable with these spots. But I realized th these aren't the places for me and these aren't the places that I really meet the people I resonate most with. So I started switching over to small little festivals, you know, maybe a beer festival or something like that. Um, meetings around topics that I care about, little talks, things like that more than these giant bar situations. And over the long term, that was, um, I think that's the right choice for me. However, going too far in the other extreme is not a great thing either. And I will make the connection to coronavirus in a second. So going out there, exposing yourself to all sorts of stuff for just for the sake of doing it, you know, it's it's of limited benefit over the long term. Again, if you don't do that at all, you should do it. Not right now. <laughs> and then on the other extreme, not going out at all or just being like, you know what? My favorite bar is a saloon in the Rocky Mountains. And hey, if I that's where I go to socialize. And it's like, well, that's nice. You know, this is me. Those are my favorite places. I, I don't really meet a lot of people there. And if the idea is, well, I want to be able to talk to some women and meet some women, I'm not going to find them there necessarily. So 
realizing that cutting yourself off too much can be harmful and also it can be lower your ability to socialize as in it makes you a little bit antsy and uh, cagey. So if you live in the forest for a while, when I come back from any camping trip, it takes me a little while to decompress and reinsert myself into society because I'm up in my head. So doing that for too long can be, can be, um, it makes it harder to come back. So we can look at this in terms of germs as in, well, maybe constantly exposing yourself to thousands of people all the time is not a great thing in terms of, you know, risk of contagion, right? But on the other hand, if you never go out at all and you don't build up your immunity, now granted this happens typically more when you're younger, you have to build up your immunity, but it still holds to a certain degree. If you don't have that immunity, then the times when you do have to go out, you might not be as, uh, you might be more susceptible to falling ill. And in the case of being an introvert, it's just having difficulty in the social situations, feeling burnt out, feeling alienated, that sort of thing. So that's my kind of coming full circle in terms of what is what is it like to be uh, an introvert in in the world today? And to touch a little bit upon what's going on right now. So yeah, this is the one time where you have permission introverts to stay at home and not uh, interact as much. You know, and it's not because you're going to get the illness or you're going to have a terrible reaction to the illness, but just because we need to we need to slow things down for a bit. The whole world needs to be introvert for a little while just to make sure things uh, don't get too far out of hand. But that doesn't give you excuse to just vegetate, right? Now is the time to prepare for your reemergence. So there will come a time, I don't know when it's going to be, it's probably going to be sooner than we think, when it'll be fine to start going back out and talking to, you know, dozens of people in public spaces. I mean, it's probably safe now. It's just you shouldn't do it just for the sake of the system. But there will, there will come a time when that'll happen. And the question is, are you prepared for that? Ironically, you're probably more panicked about having to go out in public in general than you are about having to stay home right now. And sure, enjoy your the fact that it's lucking out for you in terms of being an introvert and you like being at home anyway. But start working on the things that you need to work on to get yourself out there more in the future. Or if you've been working on it, continue to do so and make great use of this time. Um, all sorts of projects you can be doing. This is such an unprecedented opportunity where there aren't all these other distractions. You know, maybe for an introvert, there aren't all these events for you to stress about going to and then not going to ultimately, and then just watching TV all night. Now you can be like, all right, I've been putting off some of my physical fitness stuff. No reason not to do yoga or work out, uh, you know, several times a week or every day, however you want to do that. Now's a great time to focus on nutrition aspects. All right, I'm going to eat healthier. I'm not going to go out all the time for fast food and for a whim of everything and buy more whole foods, not the store, but whole foods that take a little bit longer to cook and are healthier and, you know, easier to store, that kind of thing. And then looking at all sorts of things. You know, we have tons of videos. We haven't been doing the videos as much recently on Introvert Unbound YouTube, 
We have the podcast, which you're listening to right now, and we're now doing weekly because we've been getting more people to listen to that. Writing uh, monthly articles for quite some time. So we have dozens of articles up on the site. And frankly, this is a great time to do virtual coaching. We've been offering that for a while. And some of our my clients are going to be doing virtual stuff more increasingly. And folks who don't live in this Denver area, I've been doing virtual stuff with them for a while. So doing more of that stuff, you know, get your ducks in a row. Don't waste this time. This is, this is a great time for you to do preparations. So the way you've prepared for a, an outbreak, right? You prepare for society, for being a part of things again. And if you have different ideas of things that you can be working on with yourself, you know, maybe it's conversation stuff. So be practicing every day, talking to yourself, you know, practice things like word association stuff, like A, B, C, D, going through the letters for a topic, you know, say that topic is a band. So band, so ACDC, Boston, Cream, Doors, you can tell I like classic rock, Emerson, Lake and Palmer, Foreigner, Genesis, all classic rock. So, you know, doing things like that, that gets your mind nimble, do all this stuff. And then when everything chills out again, you can be like, I'm ready. And you're going to go out there and you're going to be a part of things again. And you're going to find that middle ground. Because right now, if you are, I, I can guarantee you, <laughs> you're not doing much in society if you are <laughs> hiding away from a disease, which is fine and smart for right now. But before very long, it will be time for you to come out again. And that's when I want you to have all the tools in place. So contact me at introvertunbound.com for some virtual coaching. We can get all your stuff in order and then you'll be ready instead of what will likely happen is, you know, in your mind, oh, good. Now I can just be an introvert forever. No, that's that's not what's going to happen. You know, you'll be an introvert forever. That's great. But in terms of I can be introverting forever, you know, where I'm hiding away. No, that, that will end. And I want you to be looking forward to that time. And I think you might actually, for the first time in your life, be like, man, I, I'm looking forward to going to that party when it's cool to go to the party again. And then you'll be ready. You won't just be in the same place that you were, which might have been one of struggling. Or if you do nothing with this time, you're probably going to be in a worse situation because you're going to be all wigged out. You're not going to have talked to people very much or interacted in society much. And so it's going to be like having gone on a really long wilderness trip, right? So set all this stuff up right now. Don't waste any more time. You know, use this opportunity. And that's all I got to say. Stay well. Hey folks, this is Wes Colton, coach and founder of Introvert Unbound. I hope you got something out of the latest podcast. And if you'd like to keep up on future episodes, be sure to subscribe on Podbean, iTunes, or wherever else you found us. If you want to go a bit deeper, please go to introvertunbound.com and sign up for our free monthly email newsletter. And if you're serious about developing a more fulfilling social, dating, and professional life, email me at west at introvertunbound.com for your free 
20-minute zero-obligation online consult where we'll come up with a game plan for you to leverage your strengths, overcome your obstacles, and become the introvert unbound.